0: Welcome to another Amazing Age of Jeremy podcast with Furiosa, the silent Syrian hamster. Can you hear her? No, you can't, because she's not fucking doing anything. This episode was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. We have an amazing show for you today. We're gonna continue our December Age of Radio Awards with the Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. And another podcast called Why We Eat What We Eat. I'm going to talk about some other social media metrics on my quest to build a dashboard. Also, I was finally going to have a conversation with someone on my podcast. His name was Kevin from Kevin Anytime or from Kev Anytime. But apparently, I don't know how to use Skype for business and the conversation wasn't recorded. So I'll talk about that disaster and I'll give you a little update about some of the personal shit that I'm doing. Let's get this show on the road. All right, so Gimlet Media's Uncivil won our November podcast awards. I will be sending them pins, just like at Disneyland, that say Age of Radio, except at Disneyland they don't say Age of Radio, but our pins will say Age of Radio, Uncivil, November 2017. And I found a company called Pin Makers online that will be able to make them for me. I do have to buy them in bulk, so I'll probably get like 10 of them, Um, write a letter or type up a letter, who writes anymore, type up a letter about why they're receiving these pins, what the award is, where to find the award show at on the Facebook group. Um, and then what I'll do is take pictures of everything before I send it. I'll put that up on the Age of Jeremy website, which is ageofjeremy.com. I'll put it up on the Facebook at Age of Jeremy and on Instagram at Age of Jeremy. And then also make sure you join all of those social media places, including ageofjeremy.com can't really join that. But if you go to it, you can find my blog, which you can't really join to yet. Still working on that. But what I'm doing with the blog is every other week in between the podcasts, I'll be releasing a blog where I talk about business development and talk about um, some other stuff that's going on in my life. Um, similar to the podcast, but it's, it's not as For me right now, with everything that's going on, it's going to be easier for me to do a podcast and then a blog and then a podcast and then a blog. I'm just going to try to follow that format for a little bit. So um, I hope you enjoy all of it um, and you continue to subscribe to the podcast uh, and that you uh, um, go on ageofjeremy.com and read the blog post. And then, of course, make sure that you join the Age of Radio Heads Facebook group. Go to Facebook, type in Age of Radio Heads and then uh, join the group. Anybody can join right now. There's not a whole bunch of content. I'm still building that into the overall business strategy of age of radio. And it's going to be one of the main parts of the business. Once the, once the, um, business plan is done, but I really wanted to get the business plan, um, completed cause I have plans for it. Um, so there's a reason why I'm really focusing on this business plan. Um, but, uh, but, uh, the Facebook group eventually will have more content. Um, it'll probably be more engaged, uh, more impactful, um, for people to be a part of it. But right now it's a good place for you to go where you can vote for the podcast and for December, the podcasts that we've already reviewed were modern day philosophers and then a podcast called shit town. So, um, uh, in a minute, we're going to start the podcast awards, the other two podcasts, the Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast and why we eat what we eat. But before that, I just want to uh, do one more plug. And that plug is for the JV impacts motivational mixer. If you happen to be in Phoenix or in the Phoenix metropolitan area on December 14th, from seven to nine, we will be at Helton brewing company. And we will have a uh, motivational mixer. Uh, Helton Brewing Company is at 21st Street and Indian School. And the motivational speaker that we're going to have this uh, month his name is Joseph Roy Bell, and he's from a company called Twisted Gear, uh, and he helped design their adaptive gear clothing line um, for amputees. And that's really important because he himself is an amputee. He uh, got in a really bad motorcycle accident, uh, ended up uh, losing his leg. And the amazing thing about his story is within a year and a half after all of this happened, he was back up on stage competing in a bodybuilding show. So I think that that's a really fantastic. I mean, if you listen to this guy talk, uh, he was on the JV impacts podcast, but if you listen to him talk, uh, it's like, it didn't even phase him. He's like, oh, okay, well, I lost my leg. Uh, got to get back up and uh, move on with life. And it's such an inspiration. Uh, and uh, with the twisted gear company who, wh- where he works, I can't remember exactly what his position is, but he works for twisted gear. He created a uh, clothing, uh, part of their clothing line called adaptive and it's phenomenal. So if you want to check that out, go to twistedgear.com and you can see their clothing line and you can also uh, check us out. If you're in the Valley, if you're not in the Valley, check out the twistedgear.com and then uh, follow Joseph Roy Bell. Um, it's uh, on Instagram. It's no juice Joe. So Instagram, no juice Joe. And then um, from there you can find him on Facebook and so forth, but his Instagram is pretty good. So uh, follow him on that. And then uh, without further ado, let's talk about Iago the bird. So Iago has a podcast, and I'm sure uh, that uh, if Gilbert Gottfried heard me say that, he would probably get really pissed off, but I'm not really sure. But uh, I'll probably never meet him, so who the fuck cares? Well, he has a podcast. So Gilbert Gottfried has a podcast with Frank Santa Padre. I'm probably saying his name wrong. I'm fucking terrible at saying names, but Frank has um, Frank in the past who does this to uh, co-hosts the Gilbert Gottfried amazing colossal podcast. Um, he actually used to work for Howard Stern um, or wrote material for Howard Stern. He's written material material for Bill Murray. He's written material for Sarah Silverman and a bunch of other people. So uh, Frank and Gilbert, they have this podcast. And if you uh, and if you I generationers don't know who Gilbert Gottfried is, he uh, he was Iago, the parrot in Disney's Aladdin. Movie. Um, he is also one of my favorite, favorite, favorite comedians. So what uh, do they talk about? Well, Gilbert and Frank, uh, they're uh, really big buffs for uh, business uh, or for show business. So what they do is they bring uh, show business legends, icons, and um, and uh, just the greats of, the, of show business onto their show, and they talk to them about stuff. They find out about uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that goes on in show business, um, and then they talk about all of the the great things about show business that shaped their childhood and influenced them. So it's a, it's a fantastic podcast and what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a clip from their most recent podcast from November 27th and it stars uh, Rupert Holmes who is a songwriter, uh, he's a composer and he's a dramatist. And in this clip, they're actually playing a clip so it's a clip within a clip in a show. And this uh, clip is from an old radio show called The Nightbird with Allison Still. And uh, so they're going to play this clip, and it's going to lead them into talking a little bit about uh, uh, Impressionism. And it's interesting what they talk about with Impressionism, so uh, uh, make sure that you pay close attention.
1: Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal
2: obsessions. Nope, wrong uh, show.
1: What the <laughs>
2: fuck is it, then? Podcast. Amazing, colossal uh, podcast.
1: Ah. Oh, yes, oh, sir, you are a character. Yeah. And Alison Steele was oh, Lauren McCall, The Nightbird. Night night on WNF. Oh, oh, wow. oh, So she had right. that perfect. you got to listen to it, Gil. You'll love it. Yeah. She stormed off, leaving the heavy perfume of lavender permeating the fog around me.
2: I was alone. I'm the country, sir. You are far from being alone. My name is Grosven, sir, and I wish to talk to you about a certain wax figurine of the Kaiser. Now that we are alone... Oh, Oh, on the contrary, gentlemen, you are far from being alone. What's all this? Ah, my old companion from Istanbul. We meet again, Mr. G. <laughs> and I believe for the same purpose. I hate to interrupt a reunion, but... Oh, forgive me, Mr. Holmes. Uh, uh, my name is Carl Suez, and I've been representing a competitive bidder for the legendary Kaiser statuette. <laughs> well, then, let's uh, let's talk about the statue. Gad, <laughs> sir, you are a character. Well, then, by all means. Let's talk about the statue.
1: And, oh, by the way, the announcer for the radio show was Ed Hurley. Fantastic. uh, Ed Hurley, little old me. Someone told me that Thayer David, when he was doing Dark Shadows, and, and they brought it up to him, they said, sometimes in scenes we would see you turn your head away from the camera, and he said... He thought the show was so fucking stupid. But the, it was sometimes he starts cracking up, oh, and oh. he would have to turn his face away from the camera in the middle. Will of the Jordan scene. was here, sitting in, was the, a, was sitting in that chair. He's also in the opening of uh, of uh, Broadway. Broadway, Danny, Danny Rose. Rose. Yeah, and, he was and here. He couldn't one get him in, to do impressions. Well, you know the the, the the point that you were making, though, Gil, is is really interesting, which is that it takes one impressionist to crack. Yes, And then once that person gets it, then everybody does an impression of them. In other words, uh, I don't think anyone was doing—no one could do Carson. People wanted to do Carson, and they couldn't do it. And I can't remember if Rich Little finally cracked it or whether it was—I think it may have been John Biner who cracked it, and then Rich Little took it from him.
2: They both did it. Uh,
1: But, but, uh, uh, yeah, so Will Jordan— there was no what Will Jordan told me. I don't know if he's ever said that to you. Is that that Ed Sullivan started acting like his impression? Oh yeah, yes, oh, yeah. yes, yeah. Tell us. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 there I am in the studio, and he's saying, it was a cool-
0: "Make sure you check out the podcast." Because it's amazing. and if you love learning about old movies and radio, it is really, really fantastic. When I was younger, uh, movies was was really my life. Um, the only thing that I wanted to do was to uh, write screenplays and be an actor. Uh, but then uh, I became an alcoholic and uh, life went on. So uh, here I am now talking to you guys about a podcast that talks about cool movies and stuff. But um, if you love learning about old movies and radio, it's it's really fantastic. Gil and Frank are a wealth of show business knowledge. Uh, it's part of the Earwolf Podcast Network. Um, so make sure you check it out. You can check uh, the Gilbert Gottfried Amazing Colossal Podcast uh, out wherever you get your podcasts, or you can go to Earwolf.com to see all of the cool podcasts that Earwolf uh, has in their ne- in their network. All right, so next I thought I would give you guys a little taste of a branded podcast. Now, uh, I want to introduce this concept to you of what a branded podcast is. So a branded podcast is when a brand – in this case, we're going to use Blue Apron because this is the who uh, helped sponsor this podcast. But it's when a company like Blue Apron um, team up with a, uh, another company and make a podcast. So in this case, they teamed up with Gimlet Creative – which is a division of Gimlet Media, the same company that produces um, and makes that show Uncivil that won our November podcast awards. And they they created a podcast with Blue Apron that essentially is used as a way to market the brand. That's why it's called Branded Podcasts. So again, in the case of Blue Apron, um, uh, Blue Apron and Gimlet Creative came together and made a podcast called Why We Eat What We Eat. And the reason why I wanted to bring this to to everybody's attention is because that's one of the main divisions of Age of Radio. And so Gimlet Gimlet Media calls their branded podcasting Gimlet Creative. Uh, Age of Radio calls theirs Age of Radio Branded. And our business model is going to be a little bit different than Gimlet Creative, but I thought I would introduce the concept this month. Plus Blue Apron's Why We Eat What We Eat. It's a pretty informative podcast. If you don't know what Blue Apron is, it's a meal kit service. So you sign up for a plan, uh, on the blue apron website, and then they deliver ingredients that you use to cook a meal. So they'll deliver the ingredients to your door that are part of a monthly subscription, um, that, and you get those ingredients every month is, is pretty, I'm pretty sure is how it works. Um, if not, then, uh, go look it up yourself. But the podcast, uh, why we eat what we eat is journalistic in nature, which is kind of similar to how most of Gimlet's podcasts are. But what happens in this podcast is uh, Gimlet uh, and Blue Apron, they research how we come up with the food that we eat. So it's a seasonal podcast. It, this season, season one, includes six episodes. And it's it's hosted by a woman named Kathy Airway. And she's an author of a book called The Art of Eating. And this clip that I'm going to play is from season hey, one, one of the most uh, episode of six.
3: Life. Thankfully, I'm finally, like, calmed down. Every year, my friends Eric and Debbie host a dinner party in honor of Debbie's birthday. Tonight, there are seventeen people smushed around a string of folding tables that runs the entire length of their tiny Brooklyn apartment. A
4: picture of this for me too? Oh, it's so
2: pretty! Thank you.
3: The table is covered with brown paper and scattered with candles. Eric is bustling back and forth from the kitchen, serving salad and refilling wine glasses.
4: He, he makes awesome food, and he's not scared of the large group dinner parties, which I'm totally fearful of entirely.
3: Debbie and Eric cook together most nights, but he uses their dinner parties as an excuse to go all out. Last year, he made a huge paella and several different tapas like blistered shishito peppers and Spanish tortilla. Tonight, he's made his puttanesca lasagna. It's a recipe he's been perfecting for years. Here's Eric.
4: So toasted fennel and lots of anchovies, lots of capers, lots of olives, roasted Onions that are mixed with goat cheese and then topped with pecorino romano and, and sauce, of course. This is back to the basics because I think we had to dial it back a little bit this year with regard to Margot and it's pretty intense.
3: Margot. She's passed out in their bedroom. She's been there since before we even arrived.
4: She just had a terrible nap day, so you don't know like if she's gonna do her normal thing or something different. And we're both tired.
3: Margot's only three months old. She's their newborn daughter. And it's actually a miracle that she's still asleep with all this noise. Happy birthday to
2: you. Happy birthday. Make a wish, make a wish. That was the quietest happy birthday ever. I know, that's what I'm saying. It feels
3: great. Hey, I'm Kathy Irway, and this is Why We Eat What We Eat, a podcast from Blue Apron and Gimlet Creative. This is our sixth and final episode of the season, and we decided to do something a little different because sometimes we eat what we eat because of who we're with. Today, we're bringing you four scenes of people cooking for others over the course of just one weekend. We send producers around the country to record people getting together over food, from a Brooklyn apartment where new parents are having their first post-baby dinner party to the heart of Cajun country, where people are keeping traditional Cajun cooking alive, to the desert of Utah, and a meal with a legend.
0: One of Gimlet's strategies has been to focus on these branded podcasts. So they have a lot of them. So if you go to uh, creative.gimletmedia.com, Again, that's creative.gimletmedia.com. If you head on over to uh, that website, you can see a list of the branded podcasts they have. They have some with Tinder, or they have one with Tinder, uh, Virgin Records, or Virgin Mobile, and then they have one with uh, eBay, and, and they're all pretty pretty good. Um, again, it, it's branded content, so there's not the the company that that kind of sponsors the podcast is the company that is making the podcast. So for instance, blue apron sponsors the why we eat podcast and it's a way for them to market themselves without actually directly marketing themselves. So it's a great, 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 amazing strategy. But, uh, and I think that age of radio branded can do things a little bit different than, uh, Gimlet creative does. And I'm really excited about it. You know what I love? (laughs) I love reading. I prefer actual books, but let's be realistic. You can't take every book with you, or can you? The Kindle Oasis makes it possible, just like previous Kindles, but the Kindle Oasis has the highest resolution display out of all the Kindles. It's also waterproof, it's thin, it's light, and it comes with Audible. You can get one for $249.99. Trust me, it's worth it. Support the Age of Jeremy podcast. Go to ageofjeremy.com. The link is available in our featured partner section. All right, let's get back to the show. I'm going to be honest with everybody. I have really slipped up with my Instagram feed. Case in point, I'm gonna walk over to my board here. All right, so I should be at 1,269 followers. All right, in case you didn't hear me, the board said 1,269 followers, and I have about 683 followers right now, and I need that by the end of December. So consistency, consistency, is the most important thing that you can do. And when you don't do it, you don't reach your goals. Case in point, I've lost about like 80 followers. Now, this happened for a couple of reasons. The first reason is I'm not following anyone back. So uh, that whole follow me, I'll follow you. They're probably following me. I'm not following them. They're like, fuck you. And then they uh, unfollow me. Second, because I haven't really been consistent every day with the post. I've been putting more time into the strategy aspects of the business. Case in point, I'm almost completely written the uh, business plan for Age of Radio. Uh, I still need to do the financial projections, but I've started writing, um, uh, started working on the financial projections, and then I'm finalizing that business plan. I also started writing the business plan for One Home, One Human. And then um, John and I have been uh, uh, revamping our strategy um, specifically on one specific uh, portion of the strategy, specific brand Um, that we're going to be focusing on with JV Impacts. Um, So I'm really excited about that. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's really cool. Um, But uh, one of the main things I want to do is to start ramping up that Instagram activity again. And uh, I've slipped like uh, about, uh, like I said, like 60 or 70 followers or something like that. And uh, I want to be at 17,000 by the end of next year. And I uh, have a ways to go. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's uh, Age of Jeremy. So go to Instagram, type in Age of Jeremy, and I'll pop right up. Uh, so uh, make sure you follow me on Instagram. All right. So let's do uh, some other Instagram stuff because I really want to focus on Instagram. I'm a really big fan of Instagram, I think it's amazing. I'm a huge fan of Facebook in general. Um, so let's talk about some Instagram metrics. Last episode, we talked about the engagement rate. Well, now I'm going to talk a little bit about another type of engagement called conversation rate. Now, this metric was coined by uh, an author and a digital evangelist at Google. I can't say his name. It's, it's Aynash Kashik, so A-Y-I-N-A-S-H, and then Kashik, K-A-U-S-H-I-K. Uh, And again, he's an author and a digital evangelist of Google or at Google. Now, this metric he coined and came up with, it's called a conversation rate. And uh, this metric shows how compelled your audience is to add their voice to what you're talking about. So what does that mean? Uh, The best way to think about this is, is is your content interesting enough to spark a conversation. So is your content sparking a conversation? And this is so much more important than a regular engagement rate. And and how is it calculated? So that's something you might be asking yourself, how do I calculate a conversation rate? Well, what you would do is you add up all of your comments over a period of time. Let's take mine for example. Over the last seven days, I have had eight comments. So only eight comments. I've had eight comments. I have 693 followers. So if I take eight and divide it by 693, so excuse me, so as of today, as I'm actually recording this, I think I have 680 followers. But at the time that I wrote this to uh, go over, I had 693. So if you take eight and you divide it by 693, and then you times that by 100 to get a percentage, it comes out to 1.15%. So what does that mean? It means that I, that only 1.15% of my followers comment on my posts and specifically that's how, how, what the percentage that commented on my posts this week, it doesn't mean that the comments came from different people. It just means that I had that many comments compared to the amount of followers that I have. So is 1.15% a good number? Well, I don't know because there isn't really a lot of information around this metric on the web that I could find. Now I did find that Hootsuite um, Hootsuite has an analytics um, portion of it. So Hootsuite analytics, they have, um, they calculate, calculate a lot of these metrics. So what I'll do is I'll probably um, try to to do some digging around and see what I can find. But when I was looking into this more, I didn't really find anything on it other than Hootsuite analytics. Um, So Uh, is it really that important if there's no one else is using it? Well, I think it is important because starting a conversation is what we should be doing as marketers. It's what we should be doing as relationship managers. It's what we should be doing for business. It's what we should be doing for brands. It's What should we should be doing in a conversation or in a community, having a conversation? It's what we should be doing as podcast hosts. So if you're a podcast host or you have a podcast or you're a marketer, relationship manager, a business person, a nonprofit, whatever the case is, we should be having conversations with each other that's what drives creativity and drives growth. Conversations. They're not about being right. They're not about being wrong. It is finding out why something is wrong and why something is right and finding better solutions. It's it's so important to have conversations. And and, and I think that if you if you do use Instagram and you're wanting to find out, is 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 my content or is what I'm saying sparking a conversation, follow that conversation rate. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about how to start more conversations on Instagram. How do, how do I get more people engaged with sharing their voice based off of my voice, whether it's good or bad? You know, and, and of course, there's going to be people out there that are, you know, dickheads or trolls or whatever the fuck you want to say or call them, and they're going to be stupid. But overall, the more the more we can get people to engage in content, the more we can find out what's good about that content. Or if we're sharing ideas, we can find out if those are ideas are good. And this is how we can grow. So so you should do this too. And if you do, and if um if you if you're not a marketer or a business person and you're just you're just listening and you want to fuck around on Instagram, you don't really need to follow it. Um, but but if you're in the line of business where this is important, where where uh It's important to find out how people are engaging with your content. Conversation rate is a really, really good place to start. And I'm definitely going to figure out how to to implement that into our overall social media strategy at Age of Radio and at JV Impacts.
4: I'm Alex Bloomberg. And for a long time, I was a producer at the public radio show This American Life and also the co-creator of a podcast called Planet Money, where for years I reported on business and the economy. It was a great gig until I decided to do something rash. I decided to take what I learned from reporting on other people's businesses and start my own business. Are you meeting someone with money? (laughs) This is my wife Nazanin, early one morning a couple months ago, stopping me as I was on my way out the door to do something I'd never done before. Meet a guy who works at a venture capital firm and try to get him to give me money to invest in my business, a podcast business. I love podcasts. I love making them. I love listening to them. But there's all kinds of podcasts out there from a couple people talking around a mic to the kind that I make and that I have a particular soft spot for, which focus on storytelling and journalism. Those podcasts, they take way more money and resources and time than the other ones. And probably because of this, there aren't that many of them. To me, it seems like there aren't enough of them. It seemed like someone should come up with money to
0: invest. What you just heard was Startup, a Gimlet media production. It's about all of the things that Alex Bloomberg went through to get Gimlet off the ground and get it sustainable, Gimlet Productions is quite an orgasm, I must say. The the contents mixed very well. They have amazing sound effects or amazing music, and 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 they're entertaining. That being said, most of them have a journalistic approach to them, uh, and journalism is. Is a uh, tech it's a it's a way inside of the podcast that goes in and out of interview and, and dialogue, and then the narrator or the host starts kind of talking over it. Uh, here's an example of one necessarily of their other mean Attention,
2: <laughs> it's just a spotlight from Gimlet Media. I'm Jonathan Goldstein, and this is Heavyweight. Today's episode, Isabel. In 1999, an old-fashioned rectangular suitcase was found on a Brooklyn street corner by a man named Ed. For 15 years, Ed kept the suitcase stowed away in a storage locker in his basement. When he accepted a job overseas, he carried it over to his neighbor, a woman named Kendra. Kendra pushed the suitcase under an armchair, and that's where it's been sitting ever since, collecting dust. Until today. Kendra lives in a small apartment building on a residential street.
3: Thanks, hey, sir. Thanks for coming.
2: Take the shoes off. Uh,
3: either way, it's
2: fine. She takes me into her living room and pulls the suitcase out from under an armchair. That's right here. It's battered and it's old, like something you'd see in that a that black-and-white woman. documentary, clutched in the hand of a door-to-door salesman drifting from town to town. Scotty's like snaps. She opens up the suitcase, and there they are. The letters, hundreds of them, charting from beginning to end, the relationship between a young man named Brad and a young woman named Isabel. Uh, this is a lot. I
0: want storytelling built in to the age of radio productions. And that's one of the things that I'm, I'm trying to figure out. But I don't want to copy exactly what Alex is doing. I also like just regular old shoot-the-shit podcasts or... Uh, or podcasts that uh, have uh, two people talking back and forth, or a sports podcast. You know, those are good too. But but I wanna I wanna find storytelling. Storytelling is so powerful. And when when people think of Age of Radio, I want them to think of an experience. I want them to think of a an amazing story that they heard. And and that's when I know that Age of Radio is really being successful. And and Gimlet podcasts, they're really quite the inspiration. So how do I do this? How do I do all of this well? You know, how how do I how do I find out how to do it? Well, thought about it, and the key is just to start. That's what I did. Well, kind of. I have this ridiculous idea, or I have this ridiculous idea, that Age of Radio is going to be one of the largest media companies in the world one day. Not much can really change my vision of that. To get there, I know that I can't do it on my own. I'll need other people helping me. And I will need to have subsidiary businesses. Along comes Kevin. Now, this would be a great fucking time to play the fucking clip from our Skype conversation I recorded. But apparently, I didn't fucking save it. So here we are. I don't have anything to play. I did all of that cool setup. Tried to talk all cool, trying to set up this clip. Come to find, I fucked it all up. And I don't have a clip. So who the hell is Kevin? Well, Kevin, Kevin has a business called Kev Anytime. You can find him on YouTube at Kevin Anytime and on Instagram at Kev Anytime. John and I hired Kevin to shoot a commercial for our book release of Roids to Riches. You can see the commercial at jvimpacts.com. The day before he was supposed to get the video to us, his Mac crashed. So what did Kevin do? Well, he did the entire editing on his Samsung phone. It took him 24 hours. He worked straight until it was done. Now, the video's pretty good, could be better, probably would have been better if he didn't, if his Mac didn't break, he didn't break it, it broke. Um, if his Mac didn't break, but, but that's not the point. The point is that I want to surround people, wait, I want to surround myself with people that have the same work ethic as I do. I work nonstop. Why? Because my dream is bigger than me. What I'm trying to do is so much greater than me as a person that nothing's going to stop it. And when I saw Kevin work nonstop because this is what he, what he was doing was bigger than himself, him helping with JV Impacts, this is the type of person that I want on my team. Now, Kevin has a motivational company. That, that's his dream. It's not in the same it's not in the same context that our motivational company is it's a little bit different, but essentially he, he has this concept that he's really trying to use to motivate people and help them change their lives. Fantastic. But that's not what what I really want. What I really wanted was his ability to shoot small business um, videos. And what he did was he went around the community to get better at shooting videos and he essentially created commercials, um, that would be perfect for Facebook or perfect for social media created great, great commercials, um, for these, for these companies. And that's what I saw that that's where I think that, uh, something big can happen and something that I want to be a part of. Now, this is an opportunity that I wanted to talk to him about. And the, the deal is, is, that I help him get his business up and running. And what I get in return is a small ownership in the company. Now the company would be part of age of radio. And in turn, Age of Radio is owned by October Revolution Corporation, so it would be one of the October Revolution Corporation brands. I lift him up. I add a valuable piece for the Age of Radio puzzle video. Now, this piece would have been better if I had the recording of our conversation, but I messed that up. Also, uh, Kevin really hasn't said yes yet. I mean, it was probably he wasn't really expecting it. I just kind of came at him hot, did an interview with him. And, uh, now I'm talking about it on the podcast. Now he did say I could put it on the podcast and talk about it, but, but I really wanted to have him on the podcast and those are the dogs barking in the background. So that's exciting. It's raining here and it's Bane's first rainstorm, but back to the business at hand. So as I build the business plan for age of radio, which again is almost complete, uh, video production kind of, kind of comes up in it. It's really important part of it, right? Um, to be able to shoot video. And I, not, I don't have video, but I, I, I can shoot video. Obviously, other people can probably do it better than me and do do it better than me, especially since you've never seen any of the videos that I've shot. Um, and, and, but I do know something that I will have, and that's money. And with money, I can buy equipment, I can find great people, I can build great teams. Uh, so that's why it's important to me. Uh, But part of that age of radio plan is to have production. It doesn't come out for many, many years. You know, one of the things that I'm trying to do with age of radio is have a plan like uh, a 10 year plan. Uh, That's a short term plan. So on the paper, I want at least about 15 to 20 years so that I know everything that's happening, everything that we're going to be working on. And I have a path, a path to follow that, that will be successful. So but, but what was exciting about the Kevin thing or for Kevin anytime is that I would really get to be able to be, get it in on the ground floor and help him build this up and, and give back to someone, you know, I would have a really small share of the business mainly just so I could put it up as an October revolution brand, but I want to see him be successful. Like being successful by yourself is boring. Like you, um, one of the things that I've noticed is I get more money. I enjoy spending more money on my friends. I mean, I hardly buy any clothes, I hardly buy anything for me. Um, it, it's really all about spending money with my friends and on my friends. And that's what I, I really find great about having money. Not all the cool stuff that I get to buy, but being able to spend it and share it with people and helping them create their dreams. And, and that's what I want to do. And that that's one of the reasons why I started with John. I mean, you know, John, John comes from a very wealth, uh, comes from a very, uh, lucrative position where he had money saved up and stuff. But, you know, when he, he brought to me the concept of JV impacts, you know, I want to help him, you know, I wanted to, to, to see him succeed because life without that is just boring. It's just greedy. It doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't, I don't want to be that type of type of person. Um, so, so seeing Kevin have this drive, I I want to, I want to help him succeed. And that's why I went after it. And again, it also, it also gave me an opportunity or the the thought was to give me an opportunity to see if I could mimic some of the stuff from Gimlet, which I'm still going to try to do, but apparently I failed. And, And I always say, it's not really failing. The only time that you fail is when you quit. So never quit and always keep going. I started running. So that's good. Well, actually I jog, kind of walk and then jog and then walk. And then uh, the good news is I added some exercise back into my routine. Routine? Routine. Uh, my food intake is decreasing, which is great. I have not been great at counting my macros, so don't tell John. Uh, but I have... Uh, the good news is I kind of really stopped eating as much. I'm, I'm trying to... The, the great thing about about doing a meal plan, especially with John Vasquez, is that you have to build consistency. Everything Everything's always about consistency. So you have to count your macros. You have to find your macros and then you have to, to eat the same thing every single day. So you can get used to that consistency. So that part I did, I'm, I'm eating the same thing every single day. I found a really good consistency. It's probably not the best stuff that I could be eating every day, but it really helps me stay focused on, um, the hours of work that I need to put into these businesses every single day. Um, the other thing is, uh, um, I'm also on a, a nature sunshine detox. So nature Sunshine's a, um, a multi-level marketing, uh, health business. I'm not part of the multi-level marketing part. My mom has been selling this, I don't know, for like 30 years on and off. And so we actually are a big fan of the products. So I'm on the nature sunshine detox and, um, uh, I don't know how much weight I've lost because, uh, I didn't. I didn't weigh myself this morning like I said I was going to <laughs> um, every single day, like I did on the last podcast. So we're gonna try we're gonna try that weight thing again. I think I've lost some weight. I feel better, but I'm not 100 percent if I've lost any weight. So I'm going to build that consistency to to get on the scale every single day so I can find out what my weight is. Um, but I've I've really been focusing on that 15 minute window. So I take a shower every night, and then I get up at 5:30 and I try to be out the door. Well, I, I snooze the alarm. So I get up out of bed absolutely at 540. And then I try to be out the door by 6 o'clock because it takes me about an hour to get to work or like 15 minutes to get to work. Um, so I'm trying to to really maximize that time window to make sure that I'm getting in at least six hours of sleep. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, keeping consistently with my actual schedule, which I have. I've just been missing that piece of weighing myself every morning. Uh, so I'm going to really focus on that this upcoming week. And I'll uh, maybe talk to you about it on the next podcast. Um, but what else is going on? Uh, Danielle, my wife, got addicted to Grand Theft Auto 5 online. So she's been playing that nonstop. She started a motorcycle gang. No one wants to join it with her. Um, uh, so that's exciting. But shes uh, I think she's really big into the cocaine business and also... She has another warehouse, but I'm not 100% sure. But she's been spending a lot of time for that or on that. Uh, the only thing that I've done that hasn't been work-related, I, I, I stayed up for like 36 hours to binge watch The Punisher uh, on Netflix. I'm a big, I'm, I'm not a big Marvel comic book fan, uh, but I'm a huge Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. It's probably my one it's Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is probably my favorite movie of all time. I know that sounds weird, but I I just love that movie, and I love the sequel to it. I find everything about it fantastic. It's really, really weird. And then, um, but uh, Jonathan Brinthal, who plays the Punisher, if you haven't seen Daredevil Season 2, go fucking watch Daredevil Season 2. It is fantastic. And then binge-watch The Punisher. So I worked for eight hours that day. I think it was like a Saturday, and then I stayed up until I binge watched the entire Punisher series. I was so freaking tired the next day, got up and, and went back to work. So, um, that, I mean, that was just my little bit of time for the month to do something cool. <laughs> so I, I, binge watched the Punisher, make sure you check it out. It's awesome. Uh, Jonathan Brenthal again, he does Frank Castle justice. He's amazing. Uh, other than that, like I said, it's nonstop work. Um, and, uh, to end this bad boy out, if you're listening to this in the morning, have a good afternoon. If you're listening to this in the afternoon, have a good night. And if you're listening to this at night, sleep well. Check
1: you later. I hate that fucking.